Our Father, which are in heaven, Lord, I thank you today. I give you glory, honor, and praise, O Lord, for you alone are worthy to be praised, God. Lord, I ask that you give me the words to say to your people. Let me not stray to the left or to the right, but only speak whatever you command me to speak. And let it be a demonstration of your Holy Spirit power, Lord. Shake this place in the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 So we're in the book of Revelation. I went back to the book of Revelation. God was leading me, man. And I, like I was saying, I was in the office and I was preparing for this. And uh, I was just down, man. You ever been so down? Just like your heart hurt, your chest hurt, your head hurt. You just feel like a, a dark cloud or something, man. And, and, and I'm telling you, it ain't, it ain't, I'm pastor feel some of those days too. And I, I was just like, man. And Lord was like, hey, go grab that Bible over there. It's a, it's a, seriously, he said, go grab that Bible over there. I said, I got two of them in front of me. He said, well, go grab. So I went to go grab it. It was the King James Version. And soon I opened it up. It was this, it was this, uh, this, this, this little, what they call it, bookmark thing, right? And I read it, though. And let me tell you, let me just read it to you, because it's going to help somebody in here, okay? It's going to help somebody. He said, one night, you heard this story before, many of you have, but it's going to help you today. He said, one night, a man had a dream. He dreamed he was walking along the beach with the Lord. Across the sky flashed the scenes from his life. For each scene, he noticed two sets of footprints in the sand, one belonging to him and the other to the Lord. When the last scene of his life flashed before him, he looked back at the footprints in the sand. He noticed that many times along the path of his life, there were only one set of footprints. He also noticed that it had happened at the very lowest and saddest time in his life. This really bothered me, and he questioned the Lord about it. Hallelujah. He said, Lord, you said that once I decided to follow you, You'll walk with me all the way. But I have noticed that during the most troublesome time, hallelujah, in my life, there's only one set of footprints. And I don't understand why, when I needed you the most, you would, you would leave me. The Lord replied, my precious, precious child, I love you. And I will never leave you. During your times of trial and suffering, when you see only one set of footprints, it was then that I carried you. Woo! I don't know if it's going to help somebody, but it helped me because I felt, you know, and I know God will never leave me. God will never forsake me. He will be with me even to the end of age. But sometimes you get a little, a little lonely sometimes. Sometimes problems distract you from his presence. But then he just reminded me this morning, Sonja, I will never leave you. He said, the moment that you are in that troublesome times, I'm still walking. As a matter of fact, son, you don't even have to walk no more because I carry you. And I don't know about you, but sometimes when you're going through trouble times, you feel like you can't even go further. You, can't even, you feel like you can't even take another step. I can't move, God. I'm, I'm so troubled. I'm so bogged down. Depression, anxiety, life got me down. Marriage in shambles. I feel like I can't get it right. Things just ain't 
going right, Lord. I can't move. And the next thing you know, you feel this uplifting part where he picks you up and continue to carry you through. Just when you think that you couldn't make it no more. Just when you thought that you was going to lose your mind. He picks you up and carries you and says, you're going to make it. You're going to make it, son. You're going to make it, daughter, because I am here with you. Man, that was encouraging for me. I needed that. I, I, I needed that. I'm telling you, it was encouraging to me, especially when we're going to Revelation and we're talking about these hard topics. And I, I get it. I get it. Pastor, yeah, I feel like pastor been like beating you, beating you. But here's the thing. I'm telling you, in Revelation, man, it's good things. It's not just bad things. I'm telling you the truth that they're going to set you free, that's going to help you become the man or woman that God has called you to be, not lacking anything. See, my overall goal is for you to reach your full potential in Christ, our Lord. See, not lacking anything, knowing who Jesus is and walking in the victory that he has given us. Man, hallelujah, hallelujah. I'm, 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 I'm telling you, Revelation chapter number five, hallelujah, chapter number five. And, and I'm telling you, Revelation is not about all the, the, the bad things that happen, but it's also about the good things that we can look forward to. It also encouraging. I'm not all about revelation is beating you up. Most of it is telling you, look, you got something to look forward to uh, in life. Hallelujah. Not just this life, but in the next one. It talks about the heaven. It talks about what it looks like. It talks about the street paved with gold. It talks about the throne of God. It talks about those things. It won't be no more weeping, no more dying, no more crying. He said, hey, wipe every tears from your eyes. And that is encouraging for me when times like this, that on me. Amen. He said, listen, in Revelation 5, uh, we don't have it up there. Amen. Don't worry, I go old school. He said, then I saw in the right hand, hallelujah, of him who sat on the throne, hallelujah, a scroll with writing on both sides and sealed with seven seals. And I saw a mighty angel proclaiming in a loud voice, who is worthy to break the seals and open the scroll? It was a seal. A thing, it was a scroll in heaven that was in the right hand of God, the powerful hand of God. When they say right hand, that means the powerful hand of God. And he said, a loud angel came and said, who is worthy to go take that scroll out of the hand of the living God? Who is worthy? We're going to talk about being worthy. And you, sometimes I, I, I remember in my walk, as a leader and past trying to passion and ministering to people, and God called me to my being a pastor. I said, Lord, I ain't worthy. What do you mean? I'm not worthy. I'm not good enough. I'm I'm not this. I'm not that. I said every excuse in the book that you can name of. But then he said, Son. When I died for you, I made you worthy. 
Amen. That, 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 uh, it's the shame for you. When he died for you, you may feel like you're worthless. But it's somebody. They, they, he said, listen, they, proclaim, they proclaiming a loud voice. Who is worthy to break the seals upon this scroll? He said, but no one, verse 3, in heaven or on earth or under the earth, could open the scroll or even look inside it. No one was found to open it. No one found was worthy to open this scroll. And he said, I wept. And he's talking about John. John said, I wept and wept because no one was found who was worthy to open this scroll and look inside it. That scroll will symbolize the, the, the laments, the woes, the, the thing, the starting of the, the coming of the Lord. Each seal that's open will have some type of uh, catastrophe, some type of disaster that's going to come. We'll talk about that next week. But he began to weep because he couldn't find nobody. Nobody couldn't find nobody that was worthy enough to open this. So John started crying, man. I, he said, listen, if there ain't nobody worthy enough to open it, he ain't coming back. I need him to, to come get me. He started crying. He started crying. He said, I need him. I need him. He said, listen, he said, uh, then one of the elders said to me, Hallelujah. Do not weep. See? The lion, hallelujah. The lion of the tribe of Judah, the root of David, has triumphed. He is able to open the scroll in its seven seals. I get a little bit excited because I know the lion of the tribe of Judah is Jesus. The root of David is Jesus. Hallelujah. And he has triumphed. But what I get more excited about these three words, he is able. So I don't know. See, listen. See, John was weeping. Many of you are me too. I cry sometimes. And I, I'm like, Lord, sometimes I just say, Lord, just come on back and take me to be with you. It's, it's hard out here. It's struggling. But come on back and, and tell him. And then he said, listen, I'm able, though, son. I'm, I'm able to change your circumstance. I'm able, daughter, to change the things that you're going through right now. He said, if I'm able to open the scrolls and the seven seals, what is your problems to me. I'm, I'm, I'm able to open up doors that no man can close for you. He is able. Jesus is. He's able to do open. See, hallelujah. He listened. And then he said this. He said, then I, oh Lord, have mercy. I'm about to flip a script. Hallelujah. He said, then I saw a lamb. Then I saw a lamb looking as if it had been slain, standing where? At the center of the throne, encircled by the four living creatures. Hallelujah. And the elders. And the lamb had seven horns and seven eyes. Those are the seven spirits of God out in, 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 that sit out into all the earth. See, I get a little excited there because they were talking about who was worthy to do that. Then they saw a lamb looking as if it had been slain. See, that's another thing, a description of who Jesus is. He is the lamb that was slain, that was beat, that was killed, that was nailed, that was spit on, that was mocked, that was slain for you and I. 
standing there in the throne room of God. He was standing there. I don't know about you, that lamb represents life. That lamb have paid it all for us. He is standing there in the center of the throne. And verse, hallelujah, I'm telling you, man, I'm going to need some help today. Hallelujah. He said, listen, he said, he went, what did did the lamb do? He said, he went and took the scroll from the right hand of him who sat on the throne. And when he had taken it, the four living creatures and the 24 elders fell down and worshiped. Holler fell down before the Lamb. At first the angel said, who is worthy? And then the scene points to a Lamb that was slain. Then the Lamb had the audacity said, look, he stepped into the room and said, here I am, I'm worthy. He said, here I am, ain't nobody else like me. Ain't nobody else did what I have done for the inhabitants of the world. Here I am, I am worthy. He said, look, ain't nobody died for the people. Ain't nobody lived a sin-free life. Ain't nobody endured what I endured. I am worthy. He walked up there and took the scroll out of the right hand of God. When that happened, it says that the living creatures and all the elders, remember I told you the elders was encamped around the throne. They fell down before the Lamb. He is able. He is able. I don't know what you're going through right now, folks. I don't know what you'll go through in the future, but he is able. He is able to see you through. He's able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we can ask or even think. He is able. Hallelujah. He said, each one of each one had a heart, and they were holding golden bowls full of incense, which are the prayers of God's people. Ooh. Each one, I got to read that again. Y'all missed out. Y'all missed out. I don't know when to shout because you thought your prayers weren't being answered. Amen. He said, listen, he said, listen, each one had a heart and they were holding golden bowls of incense, full of incense, which are the prayers of God's people. Hold on a minute. You thought your prayers weren't getting answered. You thought that, hold on, I've been praying for the same thing and nothing has happened. You thought that, look, I need a breakthrough and God ain't moving. You thought that he says right here, which are the prayers of God's people. That lets me know that God just ain't sitting up there and say, I'm just going to let that slide. I ain't listening. I'm going to put an earplug in. I'm not listening. He said, ah, the prayers of God, people are full in this bowl right here, man. Hallelujah. That means they reach the place where they need to reach because when the prayers reach heaven, heaven sends out something. Hallelujah, man. Hallelujah. I get excited about that. Those prayers, man. 
those prayers that you thought wasn't being answered, that you, you think that when you pray, see, over time I keep praying about the same thing and nothing happens, so you give up. Hallelujah. But be persistent in prayer. I tell you to push. Pray until something happens. You got to continue to push in life. Even when things have uh, knocked you down, even when things have not gone so right, you've been praying for the same thing and nothing happened, but I'm going to encourage you to push. It right here it says the prayers are in there. So hallelujah. So it needs to be poured out. The bowl symbolizes, oh man, so the bowl right here. So what happens when you send the prayers and go to the, it's like an incense, like a fragrance to God, and he answers those prayers, and then, and then that thing, you know, he sent what you've been asking for, down. Ah, oh, man, I get excited, brother. I get excited, man. I get excited to know that my prayers reached his ears. Because sometimes you've been, I don't know about you, but I speak sometimes for myself. I don't know about you. But sometimes I pray, I'm like, man, I've been praying for quite some time, Lord. I, do you hear me? I know you're everywhere at the same time, so I know you hear me. So, hallelujah. So, but he says that he has it right here. It's in, it's in this bowl of it. Amen. He said, listen. He said, full of prayers and God. People, he said, and they sang a new song. I love new songs. I sang a new song saying this. You are worthy to take the scroll and to open its seal. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Because you were slain with your blood. You purchased for God persons from every tribe, language, and people, and nation. Hallelujah. I don't know when to shout. You have made them to be kingdom and priests to serve. Hallelujah. For all men to serve our God. And they will reign on the earth. It didn't say reign on heaven. It said they will reign on earth. I get a little excited on that one too. Hallelujah. I get a little side. He said, listen, why I want to fall back to, go back to the point where he said, look, he said this, because you were slain and with you, with your blood, you purchased, hallelujah, for God, person from every tribe, from every language and people and, and nation. The reason why I get excited about that, and you should too, because he just didn't die just for some people. He didn't die just for a nation. He just didn't die for Israel. He just didn't die for the United States. He said every nation, every tribe, he said you will purchase. See, at one point in your life, you were unworthy. Stuck in sin, a slave to it. At one point in your life, you was in other darkness. At one point in your life, you didn't know Jesus. I can attest to that. I'll just speak for myself, okay? At one point in my life, I didn't know. At one point in my life, I was in darkness. And but this blood of his that was shed, he said, listen. I'm going to know. I, I see a million, billion people, trillion, billion people on earth. Hallelujah. But I'm going to move this. And I'm, I'm going to let you know that I died for you, Terrence. I want to know that I purchased you. That I took the ultimate price. I, I, I took the ultimate thing to die on the cross for you. I was nailed for you. I was beat 
for you. They even had the audacity to push me in my side for you. This purchase, she said in the Bible, you were bought at a high price of a man that gave his whole entire life for you to have life. As a man that gave you a whole entire life that you can have hope, freedom, joy, peace, and life, not in heaven, but here on earth. That Jesus of ours, man. They might call me a Jesus freak, but I'm okay with that. He's been too good for me. He's he been too good for me not to, not to tell him thank you. He's been too good. And they sung a new song because of what Jesus have done. He said, you even have made the He even went a step further about us. Keep it one a step further about us. He said, you have made them to be a kingdom and a priest to serve our God. And they will reign on the earth. They will reign on the earth. He said, then I looked and heard the voice of Many angels, I get excited about, I get excited all the time, but this one right here, I get excited about that too, because he, he, he named a lot of angels, and I, I like that. He said, then I looked and heard the voice of many angels, numbering thousands upon thousands, and 10,000 times 10,000. I ain't good at math, that sounds like a whole lot of angels. He said, they encircled the throne and the living creatures and the elders in a loud voice. They were saying, worthy. Worthy is the Lamb who was slain, hallelujah, to receive power, wealth, and wisdom, and strength, and honor, and glory, and praise. Worthy is the Lamb. Worthy is Jesus who was slain. See, little words get me excited. Little words. Because that was mean, past tense. That means that he's still alive. And if he's still alive and he's got all this power and he has all this authority and he says that, look, son, I have even given you this authority and this power because he said those who are born of God will overcome the world. So that means that even though I'm going through this situation, even though you're going through something, that means that I, you still will overcome the world because of him. And because of what he did. And I am ecstatic about that. I ain't going to flip over that, though. I ain't going to flip over. I'm going to keep it cool. I'm going to try to. He said, but listen, he deserves, listen, on top of that, he deserves all praise, man. He deserves. So when we was early today, when everybody was like, I'm like, what? Come on now, that, that, ain't how, that ain't how Kelly Cross can do it. Amen. We make a joyful noise unto the Lord because he had done so many great things for us. So I'm like, hold on, they need to wake up a little bit because he's worthy of our praise and our honor. They, if they praying, if, if the angels are praying, if the 24 elders with crown around their head and praising them and worshiping, what you think we're going to be doing when we get there? So why not, why not just praise them now until you get there? I'm going to praise all the way to 
that my last breath because he is worthy of it. Hallelujah. He said, then I heard every creature in heaven and on earth, under the earth and on the sea and all that is in them saying to him who sits on the throne and to the lamb be praised and honor and glory and power forever and ever. Now, listen, every creature, listen, he said every knee, every tongue will have to confess that Jesus is Lord. Hallelujah. Everybody will have to bow down and tell him that he is Lord. Listen, he said every, listen, he said, uh, uh, he said every creature in heaven and on earth and under the earth and on the sea, that said everything, even the creatures worship him. And if the creatures got something, to, got, got, the, got the know-how to worship him, then we should do the same. I was, I was outside. When I pulled up, I usually, Lord kind of leads me to go. The Holy Spirit leads me to go. He said, come on to the field. I need to talk to you. And I'm like, oh, Lord, I'm in trouble now. And he, he began to talk to me. He, he, he began to, and I walked with this is a relationship that God wants with his people. And I ain't special. I'm just a normal person, man. He wants to speak to everybody. He wants a relationship with you. But you got to take the time out of your busy schedule and spend time with the Holy God. But I was walking out there, and I was, I, like I said, I was down. I just wanted to just talk to him and say anything. Just say something. He said, son, you ain't got to work. Why, why are you worried? He said, and he showed me the fields. Showed me the fields. And I was looking at the fields, and I was looking at the plants and stuff like that. And I remember I, a couple months ago, maybe a couple months ago, I was out there, and the plants was just this big. I mean, it wasn't, wasn't a little bit of nothing. And he said, look, son, I take care of the plants. I take care of everything. I, I make sure the birds will get fed. I, I make sure uh, the, the, the trees bear fruit. I, I take care of everything. And when I went out there today and I seen how much the plants have grown. And he said, son, if I can take care of them, what makes you think I won't take care of everything else? He said, this is the issue, though. The plants do as I say. The birds do as I say. But humankind does not. He said, you guys are the only creatures <laughs> that have trouble with obedience. But what he showed me was, and he was talking to me, and what he showed me was, when I yield to him and allow him to be God in every situation, growth happens. And I don't know who that is for you today. And maybe for you now, or maybe you just take it with you later. Growth doesn't happen on its own. Growth only happens when you yield to the one who's able to grow it. Growth never happens. You know, growth doesn't happen with a closed Bible, neither. 
Growth doesn't happen with a closed Bible, does it? These are the tools necessary for our growth. I tell you this, and I, my, my joy is for you to be to come what God has called you to be. But you never become who God called you to be with a closed Bible. Because in it is life. In it is the seed that is planted in your heart and in your mind so that some can water and that he can grow it. These are the seeds for growth. We must stay in it. And the reason why I'm in Revelation so much and why God continues, because I said, Lord, I said, you want me to continue to go with Revelation? You want me to switch courses? Nah, I want you to stay with it. Because listen, he said, a day nobody knows when I'm coming. And they must be ready. Yeah, you may feel like pastor just beating you or pastor saying all this other stuff. But he said, I want you to be ready. I want you to be ready above ready. When he comes, you just start dancing already. You just start dancing. That's what I want. That's what I want for you, everybody in here. I want the very best for you. And the very best is not in your own belief, not in your own doing. The very best that you have is in him. He is the source of our strength. He is the great I am. If you see the word today, get a lot of hands up for praise.